Hello, I'm Valerie Dennis Craven, editor for Buildings Media. I'm here with Gabe Clark, principal with Data Center Practice for Corgan. As businesses look to reduce latency, attract and retain talent, and develop sustainable practices, they are seeing changes to data centers being moved closer to those who need it. We will be talking with Gabe about the changing relationship between people and data centers. Welcome, Gabe. Welcome. How are you? Good. How are you? Very good. Great. Um, so just let's just jump right in. Just t um, tell us what you mean about the changing relationship between people, their communities, and data centers, um, and how they all work together and impact one another. Sure. So if you go back a few years when data centers first started becoming a, a primary building type, uh, most of that work was was enterprise work. And by enterprise, I mean purpose built for an end user. Um, so a lot of a lot of Fortune 500 companies, uh, you know, 10, 12, 15 years ago were building data centers for themselves. Um, a lot of times they were building one data center for themselves, uh, which, which when you build in that fashion, you tend to be uh, concerned about your product. So they, they looked for areas out of cities. Uh, they looked for areas that were, were remote, uh, away from natural and physical threats. Um, and that's starting to change today um, as, as more for-profit data centers <clears throat> have come on to the scene. Um, those folks are, are looking to, to bring data centers more into the cities, uh, more into urban and suburban areas where there is access to power, access to people, uh, access to land um, that, that make their, their product more leasable at the end of the day. Great. Um, yeah, and what types of data centers are you seeing doing, taking advantage of this? Well, so as, as enterprise clients started to evaluate the financials of, of owning their own data centers versus leasing, uh, more of the for-profit data center um, uh, builders came into the marketplace. So folks providing co-location and, and wholesale services to the industry uh, became more prominent. And, and them, like anybody else who's selling a product, uh, need to differentiate themselves. They need to create a brand. Um, you know, they're, they're no longer kind of hiding in these, these rural areas. Um, they're looking to be seen. Uh, they're looking to be known. Uh, and, and again, establish, establish a brand that's known within their marketplace and, and the industry uh, holistically. And, and by doing that, they've, they've kind of came out of, they've kind of came out of their shell, so to speak, uh, and, and found, uh, found homes again in our, in our urban and, and suburban areas that are becoming integrated into uh, the larger fabric. Um, just, just the other day, I, I went ahead and, and, and did a, a Google Maps search for data centers uh, in the town that I live in, and, and you'd be surprised to do it in your town. Um, you'll probably have a large number of data centers pop up. Um, and it's because they're advertising now, you know, again, 10 years ago, you go look for a data center on Google maps, uh, you wouldn't find any, um, uh, because they're not, they're not kind of publicized in the fashion they are now. Yeah. I mean, what, what are the benefits of bringing them closer and publicizing? Well, uh, the, the current 
marketplace uh, is is always looking to uh, uh, compete with latency issues out there. Um, a lot of clients have needs to be in specific areas to support their products uh, their products needs. Um, so that means a little more diverse locations for their data centers, um, whether that be nationally or, or within a ge uh, geographic area. Mm -hmm. uh, and then there's then there's areas like like Ashburn. Um, in Santa Clara, other locations where where the the demand for data center is based on the need in those locations, whether it be uh, governmental based, client based, um, you know, being where the need is uh, makes makes these for profit data centers more attractive. Okay, um, so if somebody does. What, like how how do they you know integrate with the community then um, and so work alongside them? Sure. Uh, so if you go back to again the enterprise data center, there was there was a lot of, of fear, frankly, uh, of these data centers moving into uh, rural areas uh, or even kind of the edges of suburban areas because they were thought at the time to to be targets for threat. Um, they were usually fenced. Um, uh, good neighbors in regards to how they keep up their property, how they maintain, but not necessarily seen as good neighbors in regards to uh, the benefit they brought to a community. Mm -hmm. um, that has all really changed quite a bit over the over the last five or 10 years. Um, these these data centers, again, are now integrated into our into our uh, light industrial and commercial areas. Um, they're beneficial in a lot of ways. Um, you know, bringing a data center to a community a lot of times increases the fiber <clears throat> uh, that's provided in the area to support that data center. Hmm. A lot of times the electrical grid uh, is being enhanced uh, to support that local, uh, that local data center. And of course, all of the taxes uh, and jobs that they bring to the communities, um, I don't think they're, they're seen as, as uh, something to fear anymore from a threat perspective. I think they're much more seen as, as a positive influence on the communities. Um, typically data center clients are, are very good neighbors. They're, they're quiet. They take good care of their property. You know, again, we're, we're marketing, <clears throat> these data centers are marketing their product. So they want to be, you know, a good uh, member of the community. Uh, their buildings are attractive. Um, and a lot of times I think folks uh, in those areas wouldn't even know that they're driving by a data center. It could very well be an office uh, or a high-end uh, light industrial warehouse. So these, so these buildings are not the nondescript data centers that they kind of used to be then? No, not at all. Uh, you know, again, the, the branding for these data centers is, is, is as significant as, as most brand names you know about within the, within the data center industry. I do think as as time goes on uh, and and the need for you know what's currently uh, discussed as edge data centers, mm -hmm. uh, which are you know potentially smaller data centers in in more uh, uh, more widely dispersed, I, I think when that starts to happen, you'll start seeing those branded even further um, to the point where they become something that's that's known for by folks outside of the data center industry um, because they'll bring benefit to the overall community. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, can you tell us a little more about edge data centers, like why someone might use one or just dive a little deeper into what it is? Sure. Um, so again, we talked a little bit about latency a little bit ago. So as, as technology changes, as the demands uh, for uh, self-driving cars, AI, you know, other, <clears throat> uh, other technology that's going to require little to no latency in regards to the functionality of that technology, there's going to be a need for uh, more data centers largely dispersed across the country um, to support those needs. And, and to do that, uh, I think the industry is going to change uh, over the next five to 10 years like it has over the last five to 10 years to support those needs. Um, the scale of what these edge data centers could be, I think, is, is kind of up for grabs right now. But the frequency that these data centers will find their way into our communities is going to increase significantly. Um, you know, currently, uh, I don't know that the the marketplace is, is kind of really poised to support that. You know, when you get down into to urban areas, densely populated cities, um, there's going to be a need to to place these data centers in locations to to support. Uh, again, those latency issues um, and speed of information. So as that happens, I think I think communities and developers and, and city leaders will get really creative about where these data centers can go, uh, how they're supported to meet the demands of, of technology. Great, thank you. Um, yeah, so for our audience of building owners and facility managers, um, what kinds of considerations if somebody is bringing a data center in um, might there be for the building itself or like you said it kind of would you drive past it you might think it's like an office building or something but like how how would this building be different um or this building being bring being if they for, wanted to bring a data center in how would they well uh you Data centers in, in urban areas and, and even and even suburban areas have been been a challenge that, that Corrigan's been working on resolving for a long time. Uh, obviously, there are very specific building constraints that come along with the design of, of data centers to support uh, structural needs of a building, to support the mechanical electrical infrastructures, um, access to the buildings, um, and and a lot of times in, in urban and and suburban areas where we're looking to, to renovate an existing building that can be a real that can be a real challenge mm -hmm. uh, for larger scale deployments um, as we as we look forward to to what this edge data center push may be i think the scale may become smaller to where uh, while the the challenges will still be there i think that they have the possibility to be maybe more easily resolved um, uh, on a scale that that supports a wider spread deployment. Um, but for, for greenfield data centers, you know, we still do a fair amount of greenfield data centers in suburban areas uh, on the edges of our large cities. Mm -hmm. um, the challenges there, I think, actually have become lesser as time has gone on because the, the concern of the data center is less. Uh, there are a lot of uh, cities and municipalities out there in the U.S. that uh, acknowledge data centers as a specific building type. Uh, which allow us to move within their local planning and zoning ordinances and at times the, the, the applicable building codes uh, as appropriate to support the designs. So to, to a certain extent, 
uh, kind of the demystifying of, of data centers over the last several years in some of these communities who are structured to support data center growth uh, have really made it uh, to where, you know, from a design perspective, we have a lot of flexibility and are, and are acknowledged again as a, as a true building type within their, within their, um, within their cities. Uh, in regards to what that means for building owners and facilities managers, um, the, again, the acceptance of, of these buildings within municipalities from a power perspective, from a water perspective, uh, from a noise acoustical perspective, uh, all become things that are, are able to be managed, uh, documented, expectations are able to be set. Uh, so again, while, while these cities are acknowledging data centers uh, from a building type perspective, so is the local community. Uh, and from a management perspective, uh, not having kind of fight against the system in some of these locations uh, make, makes it a, a, an easier building to manage uh, in, these, in these areas. Um, obviously, with these, with these centers becoming more suburban and urban, the, the talent pool for our owners gets, gets much more deep. Uh, there have been challenges with our clients in the past of, of building in, in rural areas, finding good quality people to come and manage and support uh, those data centers, uh, at times even being far enough out to where service of equipment uh, can be delayed because of, of proximity of support people. So that's a side benefit of, of bringing the data centers to the populations is, is having that resource there uh, to, to support the data center. Great. Um, what kind of response have you seen? Uh, you mentioned a little bit about just being able to move along this kind of building type quicker, um, but from the community and from clients and yeah, just talent pool perspective, what kind of response have you seen by moving in? In regards to the, the data centers moving into these, these more populated areas? Yes. Uh, you know, again, I think, I think the fact that they've, data centers have been demystified over the last, you know, five or 10 years. I think they're now seen as a welcome neighbor. Uh, like I said, a lot of the local governments uh, and states are really acknowledging data centers as, as the revenue source that they, they are for local communities. So I think at the governmental level, uh, most cities that we deal with these days are, are very welcoming and accommodating uh, to data centers coming into the, into the marketplace. Um, from a, from a community perspective, again, you take a city like Ashburn, who has absolutely embraced uh, the data center and, and has become a huge part of their, their economic development. And that's, that's not only at the governmental level, but from a, a local development perspective outside of the data center world. Um, you know, there's, there's restaurants and, and bars and apartments and housing that are all stemming off of the the data center push there in, in Ashburn. Uh, and I think the folks that live there uh, outside of the government acknowledge that and, and absolutely support it. And they see the data center not only as, as uh, what's making that community strong, uh, but, but uh, what makes, you know, what makes a good neighbor. Great. Um, so what, what do you see for the future of um, data centers for building owners and facility managers? The, the future, honestly, you know, if you, again, if you go back 10 years and see where we were to where we are now, the, the approach has changed, uh, the scale has changed, um, the systems uh, have not changed too significantly. Uh, I think the, the, the next thing that really will move the needle is, is the adoption 
of cooling technology that allows us to do more uh, in the same amount of space. Um, you know, the, the technology that comes to the forefront that, that allows us to, to do that um, will be, I think, our next big game changer within, within the data center world. Are you seeing um, some of that technology already? <clears throat> we are. Um, there are technologies out there that have been looked at for some time. Uh, there's some new in-rack cooling technologies that we've, we've been investigating uh, that are interesting. Uh, I think the scale of those deployments may be challenging. But again, as we move into uh, this, this approach for an edge data center in a smaller footprint, in these urban areas, I think we're going to be forced to be more creative uh, with how we cool those data centers mm -hmm. um, as the spaces we go into uh, may be less flexible and may need solutions that that uh, that work on a smaller footprint but work more efficiently. Great. Great. Thank you. Is there anything else you would like to share with our audience that we haven't touched on? Uh, I think as an overview, I think it's going to be really interesting to see where the industry goes again over the next several years um, as as this need for uh, this need for technology increases and we need to support it. Uh, you know, the the push of the for-profit data center, the whole wholesale and co-location data centers, I think are going to change with that. And I, and I think honestly that as we as we progress some of these data center names will become more name brand, uh, more, more commercialized. Um, not saying that we'll ever get to the, the point of being a Starbucks on every corner, but, but I do think they'll become uh, something more recognized out in the communities uh, and seen as a, as a positive influence on, uh, on their lives and, and positive influence on the, the communities as a whole. Great. Thank you. Very interesting stuff. Interesting to keep an eye on that, all that. Thank you, Gabe, for joining us today and taking and talking with us about the changes to data centers. And thank you to the Buildings audience for listening and be sure to check out All Buildings podcast at buildings.com.